You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Start now. Okay. So, welcome to Cozy Moon Podcast. I have a special episode for you guys. Um, I know I took a few days before dropping another episode, but today I got fam from middle school, um, besties since until now. I got a family member, Milani's brother, also, and they will be talking about their new children's book. Let's Roar, which is available on www.milanimalik.com and amazon.com. Yaku, who is her brother, is an amazing artist and creative. I'm happy to have these two brilliant people who came through and put this colorful, adventurous children's book together. Welcome to Cozy Womb Podcast, y'all. Hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what's so funny? Um, Yaku, you sound like Milani's son, very close. <laughs> yeah, you ever noticed that? Y'all voices sound kind of the same. I roar too, like, Rah. oh my gosh. <laughs> and what's up, y'all? How you doing? It's Sunday, fun day. Sunday, fun day. Sunday, fun day. That's right. Until like seven o'clock, and you realize Monday's coming. So um, I want to talk about this book, and I have this book here. And I got it sooner than I was supposed to get it, which I was happy about. It smells good, doesn't it? It smells good, doesn't it? Like a real book. It is a real book. <laughs> it is a real book. Very colorful. You get the colors from the outside to the inside. I love it. And that's a good size. The print is really good. So um, it really like makes you look at the words and stuff, which is something Anya likes because she's always trying to you know, learn a new word. But um, I told Milani what really caught me when I saw the cover is I get to see Malik two times. And so yeah. I'm so happy that, um, you know, she has also another creative family member to uh, collab with to do this book. So I know Milani been on my show last year for Cozy Womb. And this time we're just talking about... Um, 
strictly her writing in this book. And I want to know for Milani, when did you first want to write or be an author? Or did you know you wanted to be an author? Um, to be honest, I've always liked writing. Um, that's been a hobby of mine since I was about 11. Mm-hmm. And I used to just write in my journals and write poetry. And then when I went to school, I was at um, Stony Brook and I needed an elective and there was only a few things available, but then I saw creative writing Mm -hmm. and I took that class and I really fell in love with it because I was doing, um, I had uh, short stories and poetry. And then, then I started to learn about the haikus and everything like that. So um, it helped with the writing. And I think poetry is my favorite type of writing and Mm -hmm. then just creating any type of short story fiction because you can be so there's no limit you can be so creative and imaginative so once I had a kid you know uh my our other sister Ona is actually the one that kind of put the battery in my back like listen you're you're a great writer I think you should do a book you should really do a book and you have cards Kari can help you. Come mm. on, you should do a book. You should do a book. So I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I asked my son, who was two and a half at the time, like, hey, you want to help mommy with the book? And he was so excited mm-hmm. because, I mean, I can draw, but not like my brother over here. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, so I just, <laughs> I drew a lion and he was like, oh, he loves it. He loves it. And, you know, he had a big stuffed animal as a lion. Mm-hmm. He loves all animals and dinosaurs and all of that stuff. So listen, I, the post. yes, yes, dinosaurs upon dinosaurs. I'm just like he knows too much. <laughs> and so um, from there, the creation started. Mm-hmm. And what I did was I wrote the entire book and I drew basically like a stick figure type because I just wanted to have the blueprint and the outline. Yeah. Because my brother is so great with creating where. If you just give him the idea and the vision, yeah. he brings it to life and gives you so many different ideas. Like, well, here's four options for the idea that you said. And I'm like, wow. Oh, you know, like I wouldn't, if he wasn't my brother, I would not want to work with anyone else. Like he's so amazing. Mm-hmm. It's only a matter of time until, you know, he's so famous. I'm going to be like, uh, can you fit me in? <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> As you should. Um, and I think that's really uh, commendable because most times when you ask a family member um, to help you with something, they feel like, ah, I don't have to be professional. Let me just scribble up something real quick and give it to them. But the fact that he brought you multiple options, um, it just goes to show like he's actually all in with you for the book. So um, I do love that aspect. So Yaku, <laughs> nice yes. to um, audio meet you um, and welcome to the show. What made you find a true connection to illustration and art? Well, as you know, all of us um, in the family, six of us, we all have certain type of tech, um, skills oh, I do. that we were born with. <laughs> yes, And some skills came to people later, some skills came to people as soon as they were born and I think I was one of those who um had a feel for art in one way or the other mm-hmm. so I feel 
I had the choice of being an architecture uh, architect back in the days because I felt like I'm the architect, and then I found out it was too much math in it. Boy, so that's I why like... I didn't do it. And I love <laughs> architecture. I'm just like, what? And I wanted to do interior design. I was like, how many math? Oh no, I'm good. I'm, I'm <laughs> but but as you know, art has many different like sidelines and different paths you can take with art. Yeah. And I didn't want a job that once you know everything, it's over. So mm. art is one of the ones that I knew that I can keep getting better and better and experiment and experiment. So um, my mother used to go to college. She graduated with an art degree. And we, she used to take us um, with her to some classes when we didn't have, we were too young for school. Mm-hmm. So I was in some of her classes. Um, I can think that helped make me mo- get motivated faster. And so while I was there, um, I was given stuff to draw with and paint with also yeah and from from there when I finally went to school I used to just draw my homework and draw on anything that I get my hands on draw at home and as you know like anyone says like oh I can't draw I can draw a stick figure yeah but you have to start somewhere Mm -hmm. and if you're not practicing uh, what do you think is going to happen you can't just draw Molly so overnight so um, over time my parents were very encouraging of get better make sure you're um are practicing what you do and then that encouragement lets you keep going mm-hmm. and the parents mm-hmm. see their kids draw and they and then they let them to i mean um they don't really encourage them as much i see that those kids like that who just uh, put it to the side and then they just give up on art but for mm-hmm. me i was always encouraged so i kept getting better drawing on more things drawing on more homework mm-hmm. and i found ways to use my artwork actually to get out of some essays because unlike my sister she likes to write yeah I find every reason not to write things I, I don't know I, I'd rather I'd rather show it visually like there's yeah. a, this time where we had an essay on like old classic um horror stories mm-hmm. so I did mine on Frankenstein but I said can I create my own monster as I got painting other than yeah. write an essay and my teacher let me get away with that and I drew a painting and then I was like, like, you can keep it too if you want to. (laughs) And I ended up on getting a good grade by just doing artwork versus actually doing the the writing for it. Mm -hmm. And then I went to college for it, of course, um, the art school. And from there, um, first time I ever learned how to use like modern art programs on computer. So that uh, opened a whole nother door of art by doing it digitally, because you know, you have the digital, your traditional, um, artwork that depending on what job you're getting, it's good mm-hmm. to know both. Right. And so that's why for the digital one, it helped for doing Moai's book because I was able to sketch it um, mm-hmm. traditionally, my sketchbook, mm-hmm. give her ideas and change it over time because these characters weren't, they don't look like this in the beginning. I'm not, I know they did. Right. I want to know, like, um, my next question was, what was your favorite part of creating the character, the character for Jabari's look? because um it's very like okay i identify with this character and the style of the illustration is different so what was your um method in coming up with that that's oh that's funny you're right that's funny because i actually i took a picture of my son with his (laughs) hair out and his hair is so well at the time before i cut it yeah it was so long it was down the past the middle of his back yeah and so he was always running around the house acting like a lion and so I took a picture of him 
and he was acting like he was standing on all four and he's roaring. And so I took a picture and then I gave it to my brother and I said, you know what? Let's make him the main character, but let's see how we can draw him in a cartoon. Mm -hmm. And so I would, I would say, here's the picture. He would draw something. And so the first one he did, I said, "Uh, he looks, he looks too old. Like Mm -hmm. the character (laughs) needs to be younger. And so like, I was very hands-on, like I'm with, with my brother. It's not like, I'm just like, here, do that. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Like we both have an eye for it. It's just that he understands what I want for my vision. You know, you know what I mean? So, and he told me he works better when I can just guide him, give him the blueprint. And then he just changes it and says, do you like this? And I'm like, mm-hmm. and let's change this feature. Let's make this a little like this and make this like this. And he can do it right away. Nice. Nice. So you work fast. I like yeah. Cause that. it's just some people who you work with for clients where if you show them too many options, They'll never choose. Exactly. And choosing one option, they're not satisfied. So mm-hmm. good to find that balance where you can work with somebody and give them like three three options. Then from there, if one looks closer to what they want, it's easier mm-hmm. to alter that. Then you're not wasting all this time trying to do too much that's not it's not gonna go anywhere. Because it's just naturally for people natural for people to get overwhelmed by too many options. All right. All right. All right. My next <laughs> question. Milani, how long did the process of the book take and what did you enjoy the most about the project and what did you enjoy the least? Um, so the process for us, we came up with the idea in about, it, like, like I said, my son is now four and mm-hmm. at the time he was, he was two and a half right. when we came up with the idea. Like when I completed the book in totality when he was two and a half, but however, that was on some college rule paper, like <laughs> on <Yeah>. with blue ink, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but to actually get the process, we didn't want to just jump in it and, you know, everything's not right. Cause I'm, I'm type of a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after I wrote the, the book with just, you know, some quick sketches, cause mm-hmm. actually how I sketched it is exactly how the layout of the book is. And then obviously, you know, once I spoke with my brother and he's like, you know what, but maybe we should have each of the, each of the pictures, like have it on its own page. Cause if you look in the beginning, some of the the pictures I had were all together on one page, but he's like, you know, it'd be better if you expand it. And like, that's why I said, we just, we, we piggyback off each other and we made it come to life. So, Mm -hmm. um, my favorite part really is seeing the two characters come together because it's exactly how I imagined it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then um, obviously the, the not so fun part is the technicalities of, okay, copywriting and just doing all of your, your research and writing to make sure everything is correct. And then the process of actually self-publishing uh, through Amazon Kindle mm-hmm is is not hard at all like it's very straightforward um you just you know I guess the anticipation was of 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 the weight is what Mm. you don't like same you know it's like you you don't know when it's going to be complete and that anticipation is like you don't like that that's what I like the least because we can't just put a date on it because we want to make sure like hey listen when we presented to the world you mm-hmm. know that we want it to be right so I we never posted 
the actual picture until it was actually time. Um, you know, we had we made sure it was it was copyrighted first mm-hmm. um, and did everything we had to do, then uploaded and, you know, then we'll go and my brother be like, are you sure? Is there anything else you want to Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's um for well, I did three books and while waiting for the main one, I did two other small books because it was just easier. It was kind of like more personal. So there was less outside correction that I needed. And right. then the main book still now, like I haven't pushed it out as much because I want to revise it but even going back and revising it is a lot of work because you want to go page by page by page so um, I'm glad you guys really waited that takes a lot of willpower to be working on something super exciting and not share it so um, <laughs> y'all good for that for a whole all right that. yeah and plus she, she didn't want to like spoil it like let's say she put a lot of character information out too early yeah. And people be like, I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Then again, right. you know, not excited. Exactly. Anymore. Right. Right. And and you know, and we were blessed to have family friends that in their profession, mm-hmm. they do all of the editing and everything like that. Um See? that's why I said Allison, Allison Hernandez and Michaela Hernandez, they were absolutely amazing mm-hmm. in helping with the process of um making sure it was in, it gets to its completion. So you know, nice. we, we were definitely blessed for that. And that's why I said this is definitely a a project that is, you know, family and friend oriented. And it's mm-hmm. just we're so just excited and happy to finally see it in its um, complete stage now. Nice. So, yeah, cool. How long Present. did it take you to um, <laughs> to organize and troubleshoot the illustrations for the look of the book? What was that process like? The process was more difficult, not because of what I was um, to do for the book. It was mm-hmm. more of because of the situation of full-time working and yeah. the type of work I was doing. I was working at a college university um, in their international department mm-hmm. where we help um, international students learn English. I was registrar. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have those long days, so you only have a little time after work. So you try to do some during um, lunch breaks just to get some uh, working in there. Yeah. So the, the process of um, um, the timing of it got in the way sometimes. And Malia knows that how I was saying, she's like, can you just get this on um, another page by this time? I was like, I'm going to try. And then I had like a, a youth camp that happened where you're there 24 hours with the kids. So that gave me less time to actually work on it because you have to monitor these kids the whole time. Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes uh, you hear Malia's voice like, can we get at least get two more pages by the weekend so I can proof it? The guilt and, <laughs> and she's like, okay, now, now I need to get some more le- um, words in there. Um, you think you can change it by this date? And I'm like, I'm like I, can't, I can't get to your, your call right now because I'm with these kids running around yeah. and, and I, I need to do so-and-so. But out of all, that was the, everything else was worked out pretty well of how we um, plan how the book was going to be in the character and the layouts. Mm-hmm. It was just more about the time and situations that gave the most challenges for it. Okay. Everything else, it was, it was a pretty good process of when I did have time on weekends, everything else, that, that mm-hmm. was all great. And it helped me 
see, anytime I draw all these type of things, it helps me get new experiences on drawing characters. So like if there's more books or other things I need to draw for this. Mm-hmm. I have all the knowledge now for these. But in the mm-hmm. beginning, there's a lot of changes and back and forth until your body gets used to drawing. Like a cartoonist who draws the same character over and over, like Simpsons all these years. Yes. Sleep now. Yes. So my question with that for you also is, so for me, when I'm about to draw something or create something new, I don't want to see anybody else's work, right? right? Because then your mind automatically, it takes like an imprint of somebody else's work and then you start to draw and you're drawing in the direction of that work. So for you, did you, before you started, did you take a look at other children's books to look at like how they develop the character or um, what style they use? Or did you completely avoid other children's books so you can have like your own fresh style of doing it? Well, the only inspiration for other kids' book was uh, little samples that Malaya was um, looking at mm-hmm. just to get the child's like book layout. Yeah. But for the characters itself, um, we went back and forth and talked about like, oh, you remember the, the show Boondogs or... Um, because it wasn't it wasn't on purpose. But mm-hmm. she said on some of our early ones, she's like, that has kind of had the boondocks eyes, or this kind of has the um this character's this. Yeah. But sometimes, like I said, um, if you watch stuff over time and you're used to these shows or things you have in brain, your brain automatically takes stuff it learns and tries to incorporate into the type of style you do. Mm-hmm. Um there's a lot of comic book artists who you could tell who they're um who are they fans of because of their style of their strokes and, and inking. Right. It's because that's the kind of comic they grew up with watching or um, reading. So for Minds, um, it was there at first, but after a while, when we started altering it, it became our own okay. and didn't have any influence on anyone else after that point. Yeah, because when I look at the characters, I can't you know compare it to anything else because it's just the shadowing is different the fading of the character colors around it is different so i like the fact that it's its own thing all right and you, know, and you know my my brother like yeah even though he was working i have to give him credit where you know when i sent him something like regardless of any other art projects because you know he does a lot besides mm-hmm. working he has other other art projects that he's working for other clients and everything else so to still put that together and still work with me and still like um keep him on track he was very quick with it you know what I mean and then he knows and and he likes it where I keep him on track I'm like okay so let's just say by this date let's try to get these two things done and by this date let's try to get this done which was it was it worked out for us you would say right Yaku (laughs) it worked out pretty well like that Good. And Milani even like contacted me at like two o'clock a.m., two a.m., three a.m. <laughs> She'll tell you it's never a normal time that she contacts me. What is normal with Milani? <laughs> <laughs> um. So for Milani, my question for you is: How did you schedule all the time to write and brainstorm with everything you have going on? Because you're not a uh, um, boring individual either. 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Um... Well, I have to say the once once my sister kept annoying me about you guys should really do a book, you guys should really do a book. Like yeah. literally two weeks straight, every two weeks straight, every yeah. day she was calling. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so I was like, you know, I'll do it. I'll do it. I said, yeah. you know what? Cause I like I like you were asking before, I never thought about being an author. Mm-hmm. I just knew I always liked to write. The only thing I thought about doing was maybe putting a poetry book together. You know, that's the only thing I I thought about doing. But then I knew if I wanted to do a children's book, I automatically knew only if my brother says, okay, because I didn't want anyone else to illustrate it, but my brother. Mm -hmm. But, um, (laughs) but not only that, I knew that his vision, like we work on other projects, like we have a t-shirt line together. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of other projects together. And I know how he works. And I know that if I give him a vision and I give him what my guidelines are, he's going to bring it to life exactly how I want. So that's why these two characters are our own. And it, and it's just, it means that much more because the main character is my son, who is his nephew. And we want to make sure that it was, it was right. You know, mm-hmm. good, good. in the lion too, we had to like, make alterations over time exactly one time she said it's too scary i'm like what's a lion <laughs> you know like, what makes the lion um lovable the eyes the eyes exactly similar to the, <laughs> the, the boy's eyes yeah they um they make it like oh okay i can connect with this it's not so bad <laughs> or or Chantel, if you want to know a funny part right okay mm-hmm. so if people go in the book and there's a part where they're talking about they're hungry right yeah so this part is funny to me because in the beginning uh you know you see a cloud of what they're thinking about eating and for the lion at first my brother just drew a zebra I was like oh my god no you can't do that because (laughs) because some kids are gonna be like oh my gosh she's gonna even though that's what they eat right you can't just it's a kid's book so they'll feel sad you have to just make it a piece of meat instead of a full zebra looking at you yeah (laughs) But it was good though. So, <laughs> you have to learn sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> About to um turn this book into Jaws. Uh <laughs> Yaku, what when you heard the words for the story, um, were you visualizing it when Milani g- gave it to you of what the images would look like? Or did you use her sketches and look at the words of the book to think about what images you would put in the book? I would say 
uh, is a little of both okay. because the word itself describes what they're doing and the type of scenery they're in. Mm-hmm. And since we know they're they're like pretty much in a jungle type of scenery. Yeah. And and the words are are saying stuff so particularly particularly like, oh, happy, hungry. Mm-hmm. And those are your normal human expressions anyway. Um, I think the more of the crazy part was trying to draw is the expressions of a lion doing it. Because mm-hmm. if you do a lion face doing a certain expression in a certain way, it looks more awkward than a person actually having those expressions. Mm-hmm. So um, the, the, wor- the wording did change over time. So I did have to change the images because of the word change and the layout. Because at first, uh, she had the layout in the book more like a comic book. Mm-hmm. We had multiple panels on a page. And then she found out that for the verbiage we had, um, you would have like a few pages if you did it that way. So it was, yeah. was kind of better to actually uh, make it more like one uh, picture per page and with the words on there. Mm-hmm. And plus it makes it easier for the kid to read. Because if we had so many panels and words on each panel, it would be lost. hard to even see. Yeah. 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 You can't focus on one action at a time that way. That's a, that's a fact. Um, are you excited to illustrate more books for Jabari's Adventures? Any hints on what's to come? <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to do more stuff for Jabari Adventures, but that's why I was telling them, like, this is my first all illustrated book that mm-hmm. I helped work on. So, I don't mind doing like these kind of books for like a lot of family members, but I can see how working with a stranger would be kind of like frustrating. Yeah. Because <laughs> there are challenges in that way, but you are happy with the outcome at the end. But with working with a stranger and you don't know how the, their personality is, you mm-hmm. may come into um, a case where you may feel a lot of stress um, from the, if you clash on ideas. I'm just glad that um, working with my sister, we agreed on. Um, Pretty much 90% of things we were doing at the time. Yeah. Ended up, at the end, the end of the day, we 100% agreed upon just how the book is done. But it's good that she took my suggestions um, easily. If I suggested something, she's like, yeah, that's a good idea. I think about that. Or how about this? I'm like, yeah, that works. Otherwise, you're being like, no, I want this way. That's how I want it. Do it. I, you work for me, type of thing. I don't want those kind <laughs> of situations. Yeah, that's good. Um, There's less ego and pride on the table and um, more understanding when you do it that way. Well, you know, I I don't think we viewed it that way. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't view it as, well, I wrote the book and you need to do this. Yeah. Or he doesn't look at it like I'm working for my sister. We literally, this is a 50-50, we made a book together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and that's how we look at it. We look at it as a family project, which makes it more valuable. And, you know, it just means so much more to me, you know. Mm-hmm. But as far as um, what's to come, the reason we have the handle on Instagram as Jabari Adventures mm-hmm. is you guessed it. It's correct. It will be a series. So we will come back with other books. We won't tell anyone the titles yet. We're just leaving that there and yeah. letting this one marinate. However, we can tell you that for this book, um, what will come soon is a coloring book for it. Yes, because that's what it was giving me when I opened it. I said, mm. Spoiler. 
Spoiler. Yeah, it, it, the, the picture is big enough to not make a child feel defeated as if I can't draw that. You can right. draw this because you know how to make a circle. You know how to make shapes. So it feels like obtainable for a child. So that's a good idea. I like that. Um, where spoiler, did you get spoiler, the... Spoiler alert. It's also yeah. going to, uh, Jabari will be back in, in the book that's coming up too. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so that leads me to this question. <laughs> where did you get the idea for Jabari adventures and not just to make it just about Jabari? Um, well, technically my son. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically everything is based upon him and in real life how he would like his adventures he's so creative and imaginative um (laughs) that I ask him like hey well if you did this what would you do and if you did this how would you do that how would you like it and Mm -hmm. then from what he says I put it with my own stuff and then you know speak with my brother and then we create something so um for this particular book we literally asked him about each scene so he definitely helped with you know our ideas because we don't want to say well this is what happened no we really want the kid to tell us you know what I mean and it's a kid's book and so you know other kids could relate and you can and there's no limit to what your imagination um will do for you like we're not going to put a limit to him like well you know that wouldn't really happen in real life it doesn't matter yeah it's it's a book you know Right. Um, when, when Anya watches cartoons, she always says, um, how, how SpongeBob did such and such? How this, I'm just like, Anya, it's a cartoon. Cartoons <laughs> could be whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to right. make sense, right? Um, so it's very important that parents don't bring real life into a child's imagination all the time because you stall it out. Right. So um, that's good. You, All you right. know, I, I think I'll be watching cartoons in, until I die, pretty much. Because <laughs> you have uh, to, as, or else because you, of how the world, world is now, um, you need to get away from the what's going on in the world. Sometimes, yes. right? Right. Yeah, distress from it. Yes, you have to watch things that don't make sense because adulting doesn't make sense sometimes. I don't care what you <laughs> um, For Yaku, what are three components of a good illustrative book for children? Hey there, people. Hope you're enjoying the show. Don't forget to check out Cozy Womb Shop, okay? The link is in the bio. You can also reach the shop at www.whoisshan.com. On Cozy Womb Shop, my thing that I'm going for right now in the t-shirts is good colors, good fun colors for the kids, for mom, for dad, unisex, and some new masks and some new colors. And I'm, I'm focusing on spreading love and getting love, okay? So on there, find what you're into. I have stickers, I have hoodies, and I have mugs, okay? But we got to get into this new season of Cozy Moon Podcast while you enjoy your merch. Let's go. Here we go. Back to the show. Back to the show. In your perspective. Like, what are the three things that must be in there that are consistent? Words, pictures. I was like, uh, I think um, <laughs> color is a big thing because um, 
just like most toys and cartoons that's out now. Yeah. The colors have to be vibrant and stand mm-hmm. out so the kids pick your book over other books. They have to be engaged with the character uh, enough that it's not boring because kids nowadays have a short attention span. Mm-hmm. As you know, it's like if, if nothing stands out, no next page, like, okay, next, next I'm going to go somewhere else and eat the book yeah. instead of you know actually reading it. And another component is likable characters. Mm-hmm. Um, if the characters look like your normal average Joe um, characters, they won't be engaged to move any further with the book, mm-hmm. won't uh, even want to finish reading the book. Um, the third component would be the, the content of, of the book. If, if the, the, the easier and simpler um, the words are for mm-hmm. a storybook, the more um, they'll, they'll feel encouraged to, to read that book because the more, like, depends on, on, the, on the reading level too, though. Yeah. So right now we're talking about this one. So I'm talking about the simplicity, but still the engaging interaction of the book where you're asking a question to the, to the kid. Mm-hmm. And so the kid's like, oh, I know, I know what to say. I know what to answer. <laughs> and if the, if the parents are reading it a certain way, they can um, make it even more engaging. That's what mm-hmm. I, I love about the book itself. Yeah. Um, but I, my favorite part is the font, especially for the cover where you use like fur-based letters. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that, <laughs> that really draws you into the book. So I like the fact that it's fully consistent in the theme of where we're going in the story. And there's not a lot going on. Like we're focusing on on this situation and we're going to come up with a solution by the end of the book. So that's really good to keep a child's um, comprehension of what's going on because that's something kids do struggle with like your child can read really well but if they're not comprehending like what's going on it really doesn't yeah. matter so it's really um easy to um take in so that's good and Malaya was pretty um good with that i think that was our our second font for the title and so we didn't go through many fonts for her to say yes that's good yeah i'm glad that we got through it just two renditions of it mm-hmm that's good. So, Milani, what do you feel is missing in children's books that your book will um, deliver? Um, I, I feel it's probably the representation of it can be any type of minority in the front cover. Mm-hmm. Of a, and I, you know, and I purposely um, published it under just fiction and fiction adventure, not just, oh, black kids books or, you know what I mean? Like, no, I don't want to be put in a box. I want it to be normalized that, you know, it can be a black kid, a Hispanic kid, you know, uh, Asian kid. It doesn't matter in front of the book. And that can be normalized to be a bestseller or, you know, some, some, a character you see all the time instead of, I mean, even when I think back to us growing up mm-hmm. you know like we love Rugrats and we love uh Doug and all of these you know all of these different cartoons but you would have your one token minority and then everyone else is you know what I mean so it's yeah. kind of like I just wanted to be able to add to being a minority in the cover where you're not looked at as a minority it's just mm-hmm. looked at as another children's book you know, and this is just how he looks as yeah. opposed to, hey, it's a black book. I need all the black. No, it's just 
a kids fiction book. Let's normalize it instead of putting it into a box. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think the representation is missing a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Especially, I really look at that because I love reading with my son and he loves reading. Yeah. And when we go to these bookstores, he doesn't see anybody that looks like him. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you have to go all the way to the back and find that one, one book. You know, yeah, it's not yeah. normalized yet. You know what I mean? So I really felt like that was important. And once we got to the idea of, you know what? We want to, we're going to make our own book. And mm-hmm. now you actually, you know, because you go to the bookstore, it's not like you purposely go, I'm going to look for a, a black kid on the cover. No, you just go for a no. good book. Right. And so we noticed as we continue to go to these bookstores, you just would not find the representation at the front. And it really wouldn't be in the front, you know, as opposed to like, it's at the very beginning, as soon as you walk in, you know, you have placement. So that placement on the shelves mean a lot too, right? Because mm-hmm. some people, if they just, if they physically see it, they'll, they'll take a look at it as opposed right. to just being in the back um, with other books in front of it. So um, I just wanted to be able to add to that and Mm -hmm. we're not sure where the book will take us um but we're open to a lot of different avenues and we're just hoping that you know um we can help in the transition of normalizing other ethnicities at the forefront um in children's fiction right and where it doesn't have to be um you know, uh, Black History Month. So now all the right, black right. authors are in the middle when you go in the books. They're like, just mix them all in, mix them all right. in. Yeah. And technically, Yaku, right? Our book was basically done in February, but it just made more sense to release it in March because just for that matter, it's not like it's a Black children's book. Mm-hmm. We want to normalize it. The child is just Black. Yeah. But it's a children's book. Right. We want to normalize it. Right. Yeah, right away you will have that kind of stigma where it's like, oh, make sure you get her a book because it's a black book. So right. like, but, but make sure you buy just in February. Yeah. You buy in March. Right. Yeah. First month of the year. But you know what you said with it not just being a black character and it, and it just really be pushed as black. I think especially in America, people have an issue with young kids that are quote-unquote black because black can be so many things here where they don't get seen as children right they get seen as um that black person in an adult manner that's why we have things like tamar rice where they saw him as an adult with a gun when really it's a, Mm -hmm. a boy a child with a toy gun that y'all just shot in broad daylight and not think anything. So I, I love the fact that you're not pushing this black boy is in the jungle, you know, with the lion X, Y, Z. The cover could be anybody. And, and families now are so multiracial that it should be allowed to be interpreted as any child. So, right. Um, as you see what they did with um, the new Spider-Man, which is cool, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's, Miles Morales is mixed. He's black and Hispanic, mm-hmm. right? So technically, if you look at the front of our book, how do you know that's not Miles Morales when he was younger? You see yeah. what I'm saying? Like it can be anyone and other people can identify, you know, because we can't 
leave out that big, big portion of children mm-hmm. who can look at this cover and say, wow, that can be me. You see what I mean? Right. Right. That's good. As opposed to, I mean, it can be, it can be a Caucasian and they may look at the book and be like, oh, he just looks cool. And they just want to read yeah. a good book. And that's what we are pushing for. And we're not pushing because, hey, it's a black boy. No, mm-hmm. it's just a fiction book. And we hope you enjoy the adventure. That's it. That's and, it. And, pl- and plus all those tigers out there, they want to be a lion. They can be a lion. Yeah, know? exactly. They can be horses. <laughs> they feel like it. Ari asked me yesterday, she was like, are um, cats uh, lions? I said, no, but lions are also a different type of cat, but they're just wild. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, what, what about a cheetah? I'm just like, girl, same thing. <laughs> but, you know, it's good that kids can identify with the book a lot easier. Timeline wise, um, when would the public see more books? Uh, with Jabari's adventures, or is that undetermined? Is this for me or for my brother? For both for of us, both for y'all. Yeah. Molly, Molly, we need we need a script before we do a book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, I try I tried to push it on him, but no. Uh, <laughs> we we just want to. It's going to be undetermined for the time being, just for a simple fact that we want this book to be to really marinate first. Okay. And you know be a little season while we work on the other ones okay. plus it was a, 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 a learning experience for this first right book. so it should be it should make the next one um much easier because mm-hmm. we know um the steps that we should be taking to get this done in a certain way it right take like a whole um another two years so to get a book out there okay and what age range would you say this book would be good for is it like to the two to five or um you know three to seven years old like what's the perfect age range well we 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 opened it up right because if you if you look at reading they have about three categories of the zero to two three to five six to about you know eight then you have your nine to twelve well for us we expanded a little more only because some of our family members you know I was like hey you know I want to see how they do with reading the book so mm-hmm. you have to also give room to some younger kids being able to read higher and some older kids just not quite there yet. So yeah. we expanded it to about two to six years old is about the age range for this early readers book. Okay. I like it. I, I you know, Anya read the whole book. Ari, that's a work in progress. She's not a... Um, a, a book nerd she's a dancer she's a song where the song's at so um but you know yeah. I'm gonna get her on track with reading because she likes to talk a lot so for Yaku are there any current or soon to be projects that you're currently working on that you would love to share or will be shared soon most of the, most of the projects I'm working on now Mm-hmm. I've been doing some like progress um, video of on my Instagram and a TikTok. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about my handles is, is always art of Yaku. You type that in, in any of these social media platforms. Mm-hmm. I keep it consistent because it's the easiest way to go. 
yeah you know keep that pattern going I'm, as you can see i'm still working on my well i mentioned it um miles morales piece on my mm -hmm. page and so i've been doing a 3d cutout of um, some wood pieces i'm also been um working on somebody's um book cover um at the moment for them mm -hmm. and working on some illustrations for somebody doing like a, a music video so it's, it's good to know certain people and i used to do some li little bit of a work for you know who tone bell is that comedian he's an actor also but they have like this comedy thing on in la um called um can i kick it yeah and and they've been doing the backgrounds they have and they use i did a lot of their illustrations for it so it's cool yeah. to do stuff for certain people mm -hmm. okay so that man stay busy okay <laughs> Um, Milani, any new projects or uh, anything currently you're working on that you would like to share? Um, yes. So aside from being a newly self-published author, mm -hmm. um, I do have my, I'm an owner of a business company for an event planning, um, event planning services, which specializes in sporting, private brand awareness and business events mm -hmm. and through my company I'm actually working on um, a book event not just for my book but for newly published authors mm -hmm. and within that I'll be able to also um, um, work with my sister who has a traveling book it's um, from her travels of South Africa it's mm -hmm. like a tour guide and mm -hmm. then um, we'll add in other clients who would like to be involved in that um, book event. And then, um, and we'll hold one in um, Atlanta, Florida, and New York. So we're right. working on that at the moment. And then obviously I have other clients that, um, you know, we have some stuff they wanna do within the schools. They wanna do some giveaways. They wanna do um, some fundraisers. So, you know, we stay busy with that as well. Mm -hmm. and um and then obviously the summer's coming up so people are starting to reach out for um them wanting me to uh direct their camps and clinics and you know get the coaches and everything else together and um aside from that I also um help others who may have um eating allergies or um you know food restrictions Mm -hmm. and may want to try some healthy vegan meals and so on my other Instagram page which is vegan is all I know um, I put up um, health and wellness tips on the story and on the page you'll see all type of different vegan meals that people can try mm -hmm. and um, you know I will be coming out with some goodies for that as well coming out with like an um, ebook of recipes as well and um just just doing that my uh, event planning company which is called proficiency llc which is a play on words because it's proficient hyphen s-e-e -E, llc mm -hmm. and um then working with the jabari series and and then a collaboration with my brother like i said we have our t-shirt line and we do all kind of fun type of art and and quotes and sayings that you can't get anywhere else that we, we we put that together and right now we just have our the regular shirts of my it milani malik it's about the work you put in 
right. uh, wristbands and t-shirts and stuff that people can just find on my website, which is um, www.melaniamalik.com. So, I mean, we have so many other projects that we are just doing and we just stay busy and it's stay just, busy. it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love and it. I noticed that I, I did like, I did like, I know that I did it like a logo for every single sibling in my family. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love the fact that y'all are very involved in other mediums, and I've never heard Milani say that I'm bored. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, Yaku clearly is not bored because he's very busy. I know uh, I will definitely have Milani back on a show um, that's basically geared towards kids having vegan options. You know, introducing mm-hmm. them to uh, quick, easy uh, vegan dishes that parents can do. And I would love to have Yaku on a show for She Gets a Podcast to talk about his other work because I do love art and I want to expand on that. So if you guys wanted to drop any um, info for the people to know, I know you dropped your IG, your website. Um, remind them where to get the book, how to get the book. uh... yes um so um like i said i'll just say my website again is just um www.malanimalik.com and through there they can find all of my social media handles and as well as the book um which will be to the right hand side you click on it it takes you directly to a secure amazon link for Mm -hmm. checkout page and and you're done they'll probably have you sign into your amazon account and then you um you just purchase your book and obviously if you have prime you know it next day i'm just like (laughs) (laughs) and then for my site is artofyaku.com that's a-r-t-y-a-c-u dot c-o-m and then it's the same handle for instagram is at art of yaku and then on TikTok is Art of Yaku. <laughs> on Twitter is Art of Yaku. Yeah. Um, you guessed it, it's Art of Yaku for pretty much everything. And my email is artofyaku at gmail.com. I love it. Back to you, Chance. <laughs> I love it. Thank you guys for coming on here and talking about this book. Again, the title is Let's Roar by Milani R. Malik Richardson and illustrated by Yaku B. Malik. Y'all get the book push the book get it in your youth groups get it in your daycares get it in your schools get it in your house it's a good read it's a good all right after this y'all go to bed read so um (laughs) I don't know get it like introduce your kids to colors I think is excellent for babies because babies identify with colors first so um just get the book get multiples of the book okay share the book gift the book get the book Yes, let's let's get it on your 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 wish list. Let's get it in the schools. Let's get it. <laughs> yes. Let's get it everywhere. Let's get it in some local bookstores. Like, reach out to me. My email is mel. Dot. I mean, sorry, mel Milani Malik at gmail.com. Or yes. you can just, or you can reach me in my other e, uh, email, Milani Malik at gmail.com. Um, it's just like my brother. We make it easy for you. Yes. <laughs> this is Thank the first you. time um being like on a podcast myself i usually listen to podcasts but yeah. now i'm finally on a podcast that's that's the, a flip for me that's right <laughs> now you're not a podcast version anymore welcome <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being on cozy room today y'all
Thank, Thank you. you for having us. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.